Welcome to Brain Stew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. opinions of that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. Good eye, mates. Good eye. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. You all right? I just tried to do a joke with a plectrum in my teeth to look like a rabbit. <laughs> we're not. We're not coming to you from down under. No. Nope. We're coming to you from the upside down. <sighs> Who's been binging Stranger Things? No, not me. No. No. I. <sighs> I have been in a state of delirium all week because I'm very tired. You can see my eyes. The the, the massive. I've got sacks yeah. under my eyes. I am fucking exhausted. My... How, how much are your potatoes, mate? <laughs> I've got two sacks full right here for you. Um, yeah, my dog is not letting me sleep. He's up mm. all fucking night barking at shit. So, um, yeah, I'm... Maybe you should feed him up a bit more before bed. Yeah, I, I, extra meals. It's so. the toilet training, because I'm letting him out to... I say I'm letting him out, my wife's doing most of it, yeah. but... Letting him out so he can go for a piss, and he's doing brilliantly with that. But then he comes in, he's like, "Oh, playtime! Oh, so, no, it's three in the morning. Dude. Yeah. Just sleep." So yeah, so apologies if I'm a little bit off the pace today. But um, to be frank, my uh, my brain has just been pretty much fucking. It's all good. Yeah, like uh, I can't even describe it. It just just tired. You know, when you're like mm. that tired that it's just like you can't do normal tasks. Like at work the other day, someone's like, "Right, we're ordering food in. What do you want?" And I was like, what are we having? They're like, oh, KFC. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do a bit of KFC. That's great. What do you want? I don't know. What do you want? Uh, I don't know. And I, I just... Yeah, I couldn't even think about so what So it's like, so what you can have. Like, uh, I'm going to have nothing, thank you. And didn't order anything. <laughs> I'll have some water. I was just like, no, are you sure you want anything? It's like, no. And I did. I just couldn't process the... You should have just said surprise me. The sequence of like, okay, so shall I look at a menu? Shall I, I was like, I just, I don't know. I yeah, yeah. So crazy weird hair. Anyway, quick new feature. Ooh, Ooh what are you watching? Ooh, what? Am if I you're watching Tally at the minute, what are you watching? I have been watching The Staircase on. Yes, I heard this is good. Yeah. Sky Atlantic or Sky Crime? I don't know. Yeah, brilliant. It's I mean, with, sadly, uh, it's, a, it's a true story. Hugh, but, what's his name in it? Uh, Hugh Colin Firth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I meant because he's in the same film as Hugh Grant. So that yeah, my Col- mind just crossed over. Colin, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Not to be confused with Colin Farrell. Um, yeah, Colin Firth, and he is—he's amazing. His portrayal of this guy, um, mannerisms, speech—very, very close to the actual guy in—in yeah. um, in the in the um, the true kind of story. Because there's a documentary. Because it's. It's kind of it's a dramatization of a, a documentary that was made about a murder. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and the original documentary is on Netflix. So oh, yeah. we watched the Sky one. But I don't think it's concluded on Sky yet. I think it. Oh, it might have done on th- last night. So we've not seen that yet. Yeah. Um, and then I read a book on it. And then I started watching the Netflix one. That's really interesting. Cool, I'm going to have to watch that. It's, yeah, it's it, like the Netflix one's fucking graphic because you see a lot of the um, like the autopsy pictures and stuff like that. And mm. it's quite, I mean, it's, it's a lot of blood. Pretty heavy if, you, uh, yeah, if for, you're into that. It's literally someone falls down the stairs, in inverted commas, yeah. and I've never seen so much blood in my entire life. And it's the legal wrangling of argument around, did her husband do it? Did she fall? Was she pissed? And there's all kinds of things come out of the woodwork. And it's just like... It's really? a proper roller coaster. It's, okay. It is very, very good. Like, yes, yeah, true crime stuff is my kind of 
my sort of my jam, man. It's my jam. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So I'm um, I, so much so that I bought a book on it. Awesome. And, and I read the book. How about you? What are you watching? I am watching The Midwitch Cuckoos. Ooh, that's the got that? Keely Hawes in it. <laughs> Who now? What? Keely Hawes? Is it Keely Hawes? Um, I'll be honest, I don't recognise any, any of the cast. Um by Keep, face or name, okay. but it's a really cool sort of idea about... Is it like Children of the Night type thingy? We are the Children of the Night. Yeah, it's got the blackout. <laughs> no, there is a blackout. So the minute there, I was like, was that POD or was that... No, it was the blackout. What, what was the POD one that was... We are euthanation. euthanation. Yeah. My yeah. days. Anyway, so yeah, there is a blackout and um, everybody passes out in the village. Bit of a, it's not a spoiler because this is the plot line. Um, and every woman wakes up pregnant. <laughs> Quagmire has been there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> like, like instantly, that's yeah. like an episode of Family Guy. Yeah. But, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that, anyway, that's totally going to be a parody version of Family Guy in like a year's time. <laughs> yeah, it will. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so yeah. like, damn you, that's my idea. <laughs> it's a British uh, show, and um, it's alien based. So yeah. I would have to check that out because um, I'm kind of I'm coming to the end of the staircase. I've got one episode left of that. Mm. I think I've got two or three left of the documentary. Um, yeah, and then I'm at loose end. I've been watching um, Britain's most evil killers. <laughs> you watch a lot of um, yeah, I do, yeah. dark stuff. It, it, it's one of those things. Whenever I tell people I watch it, people are like, "Oh right, yes, this is going to appear in some sort of documentary." Like years later, like yeah, I used to watch all this kind of stuff, and then yeah. it just flipped. Um, my kind of thing is like the whole um, the detectives how they solve the crime. It's never it's never about the goriness of the detail and stuff like that. It's just looking at like someone's done something. How do you yeah. piece? How, a, how do you pin it it's on a that puzzle? Basically, They've one got person out. out of you know the, the the millions and millions of people that mm. live in the country, and then it's like when it's you look back on one, like things that have happened in the 80s the 60s 80s 90s and it's like they didn't have all the forensic stuff they have now and it's just like this is proper like detective work of like proper problem solving it's like some of it's fucking unreal some of it is just like it was caught by accident yeah and it's just like wow but yeah so I'm, I'm absolutely intrigued by detectives more than more than the murdering but um clever people though. So, amazing so in depth to like work it out but yeah, yeah absolutely crazy that was um oh what are you watching oh what are you watching this is what i'm watching it's time for the mail did not realize that was that long <laughs> that's what she said it's shit mail by the sound of it. <laughs> we've got mail we have mail. How many mails have I selected for us this week? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Do you know, I'd, I'd actually like physical mail there, so we we can open it with a, a knife on the show. <sighs> someone someone messages and tell us how to do a PO box. I don't yeah. want, I'm not paying for it, but if someone can let us know how we do it, because I, I could Google it, but I'm not going to, because I can't be bothered. But I'm I'm, mm. I'm really not that keen on this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can do it. Okay, so. It's always a mixed bag. This is what I love about our mail. Okay. So, yeah, the first one is from Fez. F-E-Z. Pez's mate. You like animals, question mark. Yeah, there's a lot of animal chat in our podcast. Yes, yes, guys, we do. Especially ones that are just mental and make us laugh. Literally, yeah. I was kind of, when I read it, I was like, I don't... 
I don't know how to reply to this because it's just like, yes, yes, we do. But we we like animals. We'd never ever dream of harming animals, even though we do talk about you yeah. know silly um, kind we don't of condone it. Obviously, no, no. But like things about you know like a, a t-rex with a mallet and stuff like that are just like attacking another animal these are things which are completely intangible never gonna happen fun. absolutely <laughs> um but yes we love animals they're furry they're wonderful and we're having a conversation at work this week and we were talking about um like rodents because I, I i made the comment said if there was a god yeah which there isn't if there was a god chris is shaking right now there's not um it's okay if you believe there is that's great and that that's all on you i don't however if there was a god his he's showing us or she's showing us or it's showing us its sense of humor by giving us rodents because what what's the purpose of a rodent yeah what is a badger have you seen that um it's a fat skunk what the world's largest mammal is it a capybara capybara something like that they're, they're small no it's like um it's like a small dog but it's the world's largest rodent. It looks like a... Oh, I thought you said world's largest mammal. I was like... Oh, sorry, rodent. Did I say mammal? Yeah, because I was like, there's this bigger stuff than that, mate. <laughs> No, rodent, yeah. sorry. Have like, you ever been to miniature because zoos? You, <laughs> you were talking about rodents, so I don't know why my head went to mammals. But yeah. Um... <laughs> Look, I got a new horse. <laughs> Rocking it. Um, yeah, I, I, but so so that, that was the conversation anyway. So we were saying, like, sort of what's the purpose of, of rodents? What mm. What is a badger? It's a fat skunk um, that doesn't have a BA problem. And, and it was just like, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yes, in, in answer to your question, Fez, yes, we do like animals. Um, Moosey, who obviously is an animal as well, um, says tiny moving parts are unreal. So, so bloody good. What's their best album? Oh, I think we're going to disagree on this, aren't we? I loved, I love the first two almost equally, but Breathe just... Just tips it for me because the the songs are kind of like a little bit more overproduced. So the first two, when you say the first two, which oh one? sorry, the first kind of more popular two. So swell, swell and yeah. breathe. So yeah. I, I would say swell is. Um, I love I love breathe, but I think swell is their best work. It's just yeah. It's oh perfect. yeah, it's outstanding. Yeah. So yeah. I I would imagine though, Moosey. If you haven't listened to Swell yet, I don't think you've done enough digging on Tiny Moving Parts. So I think like Swell um, and Celebrate are great albums, but there is no reason why you can't just lose yourself in their entire back catalogue. And it's 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 a progression. It starts off quite raw and, it, and it, it's a lot more polished now. Um, but there there are bits in the older stuff where actually you really appreciate, I really appreciate the, the rawness of it. And the new single was cool. Yes, yes, the new single was very um, cool. But Life Jacket... Not too sure about Life Jacket as a single. Uh, again, I think it was more of like a um, a bridging tool from like the oh, end of one album up. to, I think, kind of like written in the theme of Breathe, maybe a more poppy version of that, and then move back to hmm. what I would say is they're kind of they're you know closer to what I would I would say is a cool. Um, I'm going to skip that one because I'm going to leave that one till last because that, that's a brilliant one. So um, Lascura has said Lascura Lascura is a very is that, is that Spanish ex, exotic name no no idea where Lascura mm. is from however <laughs> brown or pink nipples <laughs> now I don't know if you're asking us what we have or what we prefer brown or pink nipples I've never had to think about that red or green skittles um, green skittles yeah they just quickly on skittles yellow and orange are last aren't they always 
Yeah, because like, what even is yellow? It's just lemon, isn't it? Yeah. Any kind of lemony sweet like that. Always last. Yeah. Just, Same. It's the sherbet. It's the. Uh, it's the no. <laughs> Brown or pink nipples? Um, on female or male? <laughs> I don't know. I I my dog has um, <laughs> yeah. pinkish nipples, and I, I can't say I, I like or dislike them. So. I, I don't know how I don't know what you're looking for, Lescure. Maybe, maybe mail us back and let us know whether you're asking us what we have. I don't really have a preference because I don't really care. Um, I don't. I don't see a benefit between them. No, should we go somewhere in the middle, like peach? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, so cheers for that one. Um, Grizzo says, "What are your top three My Chemical Romance songs?" Ooh. That's, that's a whole conversation. Should we just pick one? I'm going to go probably Helena um, or um, oh oh I forget the title. In the middle of a gunfight. You know what they do to guys like us in Thank prison. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Tune. I think those. Well, certainly you know what they do to guys like us in prison would be in my top three. Or probably Ghost as well. Black Parade. Ghost is Ghost of You. Is it? Black Parade's amazing. It is, but it's so overplayed. Yeah, but I mean, you can't take it, it away is. from how good it is just because yeah. people like playing it. I think it's like that has to be their best song. No, it's one that I can't play. Really? Yeah. Every time, it, like when you hear the extended version as well at the intro, every time that kicks in, I'm just like, oh yes, it, yes. It's an incredible song. Like it's it's really well written and you know composed mm. and produced, but. It's it's been overplayed to death. That if you don't hear it for a couple of years, you're like, oh yeah, this is great, yeah. you know. But if yeah, I go. I don't think it's been overplayed to the point that like all the small things or basket case no, no, have been overplayed. No, definitely not. But um, it's younger than those two, so give it time. Um, and I'm not okay. That's got to go in there, surely. Yeah, it's a great track. Yeah, classic song. Pure punk pop, stroke emo roots going in there. Okay. Um, any others you want to chuck in there? Ghost of you. Yeah, ghost of you. Yeah. I love the video for that as well. Mm. On the beach, the war on the beach. And to be fair, the whole like dangerous um, lives of the killjoy thing, which I can't remember, was fucking cool. Yeah, dangerous uh, danger days, isn't it, or something like that? The na 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 and go and sing. They're good songs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they quite had the success, did they? Like they they themed it well, but I think they were a bit out of their it was, time. It, yeah, it was because that's when I saw them live, and like seeing that live. It was Ooh. fucking, you know, it was like... Oh, wow, I've never seen them live, actually. Seeing, like, a whole, like, stadium bounce yeah. to that kind of music when it kicks in was like, this is fucking cool. And they, they really captured it well. And they still had, like, they would, like, in the themed clothes and stuff, and the whole, like, concept, like, worked really well as a live show. So I was like, yeah, I I, I really appreciate them. I, I, oh, that's I think, cool. But, where, did, um, where did you see them? I saw them in Cardiff. Uh, it wasn't a stadium, it was an, it was an arena in Cardiff. And Blackout sported them. Oh, right. Mm. That's cool. I did yeah. my wife, who was neither a My Chemical Romance nor Blackout fan. <laughs> she had a great time. <laughs> I, she did. I, I, <laughs> no, I, yeah, we, we, we both enjoyed it. Um, all right, so we've got two emails left. So uh, Pete's emailed. Of course he has. And he just says windmills. Um, Pete, can you stop emailing this, please? I'm not going to block you, but maybe just take some time. Can you just reply, yes, please? Oh, I just, no, because he, well, he can't send us some. But it just, it, it's getting a bit weird now, mate, and I don't... The first ones were funny. I, I, well, may, maybe up your game. Mm. Up your game. Right, so we've got a brand new emailer in. We do get people who frequently email us. And, they always read them out, though. Well, yeah, and there's some that I've never read out because some of it is just weird. Um, 
And it's not the fact that it's not funny, it's just weird. So it's kind of, cool. yeah, uh, <laughs> we still get a lot of spam about um, enlarging penises and, and all that kind of stuff, which is lovely. Um, but this, this I think this is going to be one of my favourite emails we've ever had. This is from Leo. Leo says, my dog used to chase people on mopeds. It got so bad we had to confiscate his moped. <laughs> Right. I, I think I've heard that joke before. I don't know where, but, but it's one of those when you're clicking through the emails and then that comes up and you like have to then stop, oh. have a cup of coffee and come back to well, it. I can see the dog with, it, with a helmet on and his ears going. And he's got my like, little goggles on. <laughs> oh, there's a, a video actually. I don't, I haven't sent it to you yet, but I'll send it to you after this, um, this farmer who took in loads of stray dogs and he's built like um, a track he's got a tractor and a little train he's built on the back of it amazing with all these dogs sat in it and they're going mental it's great fun that is awesome I I, stray dogs and a tractor Mm. what a win okay right so um, (laughs) please send us your jokes (laughs) great right so that takes us very very kindly to announcing this week's band this week's band are we ready for some suspense let's do it Metallica no <laughs> no sorry Metallica fans shut up fuck off Whew. okay yeah. um Madonna <laughs> nice I'm not Madonna though Oh, is that a pun? <laughs> or, or, uh, Sorry, that was terrible. No, no, I, that I, was I, was like, I was like, are we going to have a chat about Madonna? No, that was, a, okay, right, that was meant to be a joke. That's, no, it's fine. Was that right? Yeah, no, no, it was, yeah. it was okay joke. I was like, but I was like, Do you, have you done it accidentally? And like, you want to chat about Madonna? Or I was like, shut up. Oh, no. Next one. <laughs> MC Hammer. Oh, stop. Hammer down. Hmm. So every time we do that at home, (laughs) my wife is amazing and she does the next bit of music afterwards. So whenever she goes, stop, I'm like, hammer time. She's like, do, 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 do. And it's like, what is that? That's not the music. She goes up, she's like, no, it's do, 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 do. Goes it completely wrong. That's not the music. That just, yeah, anyway, anyway. Sorry, right, next one. Go on. Maroon 5. Oh, Maroon 5. What a band. Yeah. Oh, Marvin Gaye. Oh, Marvin. Shut up. Macy Gray. Oh, that was going to be my next one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's no, no, right. Still. Okay, right. That's Have right. you got any more? Or um, should we just tell the people what the music is? Let's do it. <laughs> All right, are we ready? <laughs> it's Mallory Knox. Oh, and I imagine there may be a fair few people out there going, Who? Hold on, darling. <laughs> All right, we need to talk about that. Remind me about that. Just just say to me, Mallory Knox and Wurzel's mashup. Okay, just talk about that a bit. <laughs> Hold on, darling. 
Not alone. We're going to shout at the moon. <laughs> so Mallory Knox, um, are f- they're a phenomenal UK band. And, so good. Um, they kind of just like came through the ranks of like, you know, British underground music and, and, and came really good on the mainstream. Loads of... Um, Airplay on Radio 1 and exposure on, you know, like kind of Kerrang and stuff like that. And and just, and, and you, obviously we're using it in the past tense, so you know that they are no longer a band. But what a fucking great band. They're like musically, vocally, everything about them, it was just fucking unreal. So, so I think, good, yeah. yeah, like my first thing would be if you're like, I've never heard of Mallory Knox, please, 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 please check them out because... Um, yeah, their, their back catalogue is absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, yeah. What's what's your uh, your first uh, foray into the world of um, MK? Um, Oceans, the song Oceans, the single, um, grabbed my attention, definitely. I think it was their first kind of big head turner, wasn't it, really? <laughs> Sounds like this, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Hammer time, can't touch it. Um, yeah, no, our oceans. Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's so many different parts to that song. Like, there's the anthemic kind of um, like vocal, like real hook vocal, and then there's the the heavy riff and the kind of, and then just yeah, the way that it breaks down, and they they just seem to have a really really good ear for like what the arrangement of a song should be like. Mm. And then, like, kind of the ability to fill it with the right level of riffs, the right bass sort of lines, and then, like, I mean, vocally, what oh, a singer. Mike, Mikey Chapman as well. That's he's going in the top tier singer list of this podcast. Um, he's, he's above Elton John for sure. <laughs> just <laughs> no, just it's absolutely stunning vocal. He's almost like theatrical in places, isn't he? He's. Um, I don't yeah. know if that's in his training, if he's had training, um, but. I'm only assuming. Yeah, I'm, I'm a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, yeah, they're like the, because the, there's, there's a bit of dual vocal going on, which I love. Mm. There's some great harmonies going on. The offset vocals as well is but really cool. Just the strength of like, like songs like Lighthouse, yeah. when he can absolutely fucking have sex with your ears with his voice. <laughs> there's no other way of putting it's it. It's just yeah. like, oh, what a fucking instrument that is! What an instrument. And there's very few vocalists, you know, that make you stop and just go, how the hell do you do that? You know, mm. um, you know, there's there's good singers and and good songs, but when they mash together and it comes, it just, you, know, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because like, like, he, he can be like, like gravelly, you know, kind of angry and then really soft and then kind of like can hit that note that real sweet note and just carry it and it's just like and it has the ability to like lift an entire song or just be like the kind of the hook and the anthem the raw raw passion in these vocals as well like what they're singing about you can really tell that they've been hurt by stuff or they really mean what they're saying you know so i i first uh came across them or i saw the beggars video was Uh, that the clockwork orange yeah so i remember it i was getting ready for work one morning and um, used to do the whole thing of like, you know, you stick Scuzz or Karat. I think it was the Scuzz I saw it on. And um, R.I.P. Yeah, Scuzz, God rest your scuzzy soul. Um, put it on TV and was just like, 
the intro riff and I was like well this sounds interesting and then when I kicked in I was like <laughs> coffee on the floor <laughs> cereals on the floor what is this I need more of this in my life and I was late for work because I just like it's one of those you've got to be going out the door right now and I was like no that can wait I need to watch <clears> this video and it, the the video was great a bit edgy and that but it was just like fuck what a song such a good song and it was just like oh, I need I need to hear more of these guys and then like the next track I heard was like Lighthouse yeah and then it was like Oceans and it's just like oh what what an absolute fucking there's not a bad song on, on that Signals album Signals it just yeah I mean there's yeah I, I can't there's not a bad song no, is there no there's, there's there's so many great moments on it's no you know like when you get like a because um, it was a debut album isn't it you get a debut album you're like oh there's so much good stuff on that mm. but there's also a bit of filler and it's just like with that one, I'm like, no, this is this is so well thought through, and this is so like, yeah, just there's some real underrated songs on there, like Wolves, um, Nine, the no, dual vocal, at the 1949, end. yeah, 1949, yeah, it's completely different style, like um, talking about their grandparents, maybe, um, yeah. The o- the only drawback I have about this band, and it's it's completely my. Um, my way of thinking is oh, I, is it the lyrics? The, just when now and again when they use the lyrics are things like "darling, my yeah. darling," and "lovers, lovers," and, and yeah. stuff like that. It's just like I, I, I understand why people use it, but I cannot. I just can't do it. I don't like it when bands yeah. use those. I don't know why. And it's it's not that I've got anything against like lovers and darlings and whatever. I just for me, it's just always like I don't think you'd say that. No, I think it's. Um... It's more of a fictional, kind yeah, of, and, um, like looking at an older way of talking, maybe. It's... And that's the bit, because I'm always like, if you're writing from, you know, the heart and you're like, you know, oh, I just, I just can't do this anymore, my darling. <laughs> you wouldn't say that, would you? No, You'd no. just be like, I just can't do this anymore, you cunt. Or just like, <laughs> but but you... then again, if the music video was them dressed up like they're in the 50s and they were like talking to each other but, that, in that sense, then. Yeah, but they didn't do the video before the written song. No, no, you know what I mean. No, <laughs> I, I, I just can't. I just really, really kind of. Oh, is it? Is it bury your head as well? Uh, is that what the song? Yes, called? Um, I really love that song. Yeah, it's so different. We've got like the little um, like Glockenspiel moments yes. throughout the song as well. It's, it's yeah, it's really yeah, it's a really really nice song. Uh, again, like so, just, just like yeah, the lyric thing is, I get it. I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just mm. can't get my head around why. That and that's the only kind of down mark I have against them. Their, their songs are rages. They're so good. The um, and then when you come through signals and it's a really strong album, you're like, ooh, okay, what's coming next? Yeah. And then a symmetry comes and it's just like, hello. Yeah, they smashed out <clears throat> probably three or four awesome singles, just like the the signals album. And that was like the huge. They did like um the radio one big weekend, didn't they? Yeah. And then there were like loads and loads of radio one kind of like um exposure and they kind of were creeping up on on like bills on like festivals and stuff That's like great. that to, to and see a band like band like that that they've got a lot of pop elements so they do break through to mainstream radio but they don't lose anything can you remember we saw them at takedown fest yeah in southampton and they were just fantastic weren't they they just come Brilliant. back from a i can't remember who they were supporting but they've done a US support tour, wasn't it? us tour and um, and I think like I read something where they were like, oh, it's great to kind of be back in the UK where loads of people know us, but in the states it's kind of like, oh, who's this band? And yeah. Kind of, you know, we're from England and all this kind of stuff, and it was just like, you get that it must be difficult to make the kind of the the Atlantic sort of um, 
you know, divide to to put yourself out there in the States and kind of get recognition. I want to say they were touring with someone like, was it too soon for state champs? I can't remember, but I know, I know what you're saying. Like they've got a massive UK following and then you go to a different country and, and you're back to where you started again. Yeah. But then again, if you're supporting a bigger band, it, you've got a good crowd every night. So it's just whether they warm to you, whether they're just like, oh, what's this British bag of shit we got in front of us. And it's just, you've got to prove yourself all again, haven't you? Yeah. So, Obviously, Asymmetry did pretty well. Big songs like Shout Out the Moon, Ghost in the Mirror, Get Away. Get, Get away. away. What a song. The, just the breakdown bit in Get Away. With the gun to get away. Yeah, and when the he, when vocal. Mikey comes in with his vocal on top of it, it's just like, oh, yeah, just fucking, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> it's songs like that, it just makes you, obviously, because we're both musicians, sort of <laughs> loosely um, it just makes you so jealous you think I really wish I'd wrote, wrote yeah. that song yeah and it's just like and, and it's one of those things where it's like writing it and being like yeah I've, you know, we can sit there and write something now I'd be really proud of it but but to have it on that level and to have people like you know not that we're a, kind of a big deal but to have random people across you know the world like having a conversation about mm. what they've written and being like that's just amazing you know that is wow. You know you, you've you've hit yeah. you've hit something really good if you've got people who you can sell out a gig to, but also then you know five years or ten years or something after you've gone, people are. It's not that long, is it? But like five years after, it's, it's kind of like people are still like that song rocks. That's that's so fucking cool. That I mean that that's that's just amazing in itself, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so the difficult album number three, Wired. Unfortunately, this is where I checked out because mm. I liked it. But I didn't like it enough to follow the journey. See, I don't like the album as a whole. There's a couple of good songs, Giving It Up and California. But California is probably one of, in my top three Mallory Knox songs. Um, so yeah, it kind of showcased a big song in my opinion, but not not a good album. I think you hit the nail on the head with the whole like tricky third series. Because yeah. it really is the whole kind of like, well what are people expecting we've we've catapulted ourselves into the limelight with signals we've you know given a more mature sound and a more maintained ourselves yeah you know stepped onto probably a more mainstream um stage with a symmetry um and now what do you want from us and again like you know we, i think we've had these discussions before about well what involvement does the label have with this um and then you know mm. the label is saying well maybe you need to go this direction because we see the gap in the market being here and this is where we see you going yeah, but, it's like they almost they didn't change their sound, but the songs were just not quite strong enough. But this is where the kind of the the wheels started coming off, wasn't it? Yeah. So obviously, after Wired, Mikey announces he's leaving. But it, it wasn't. It was before they did a tour, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's basically like again, like you'll have to forgive us if there are any sort of a diehard Mallory Knox fans out there we are getting things wrong but from recollection um, from reading stuff that I think Sam um, Douglas the, the bass player and, and would be then the new new lead singer um, had said that it was really difficult because they were on a tour or just about to embark on a tour after recording the Wired album I think or something like that and Mikey had come back to him and just said look guys I don't want to do this anymore and then yeah. they had to kind of do the tour knowing that this is going to end. I mean, fuck. That's what would you rather have? Would you rather be be in their scenario where you know you finish the the tour and you've given it a fucking good shot, and then like you're just going right, we're going going on a break now. Six months time, we're coming back in and writing, yeah. and then someone goes, no, I've not done it. 
or would you rather have going you've got oh, we just released a third album we're going to go and play the shit out of it we're going to hit the road you know lads on tour uh, <laughs> as, as a great yeah is he, he and, but, he, but we're not going to do that now yeah. well, we are but I don't want to be in your band anymore see it's hard to know what was going on behind the scenes but if they just recorded the album just released it massive tour and if you were the guy that was going to leave I think you'd keep it to yourself if you could and be like I'm going to let these guys enjoy this tour enjoy this album cycle mm. And when we come towards the end, I'm going to announce, you know, this is it for me now. Rather than kind of leave me a bit of a loose end. It's like you say, it's, it's difficult to know what was going on. And maybe he thought it would be dishonest to do that. So he was like, I need to tell you because you're my friends and I want to be up front with you. Yeah. I don't want to do this band anymore. So, I, you know, let's let's make this a really good tour. Or at least that way around. Yeah. yeah. But again, if that was me, I'd still be like, you prick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's no easy way to no, put it. No, it was just like, like, for me, I'd be like, no, let us, let us play this album as we all thought it was going to be played with, you know, I appreciate for you. Yeah. You've got something under your hat and you've got to deal with that, but that's all on you, pal. Um, like I would be very much like, no, I, I don't want to know. I, I want to play because I want to showcase these songs with all the passion and desire that I thought I was going to have for them. But someone's mm. just kind of kicked a lot of that out of it because they're going to be leaving. So again, you, you like I say, that's just my probably not balanced view of looking at it. But uh, let's be honest. When the singer, leaves with a very unique voice it's the demise of the band yeah and so th- whether you like it or not it is i mean if you've got someone who is such a strong and like i think it took fucking enormous like not not even like testicles these are like fucking you know prize winning pumpkins <laughs> that, that sam douglas has because he's stepped up and gone let's do this guys yeah I, I feel confident enough that i can do this in this band and you know, Sam had also previously sort of said like he suffers from anxiety and things like that as well. So oh, you can see it though, and yeah. it's just like fucking hell, mate. So not only have you you've got that on your plate, but now you're going. I've got to front this band, and mm. I am constantly going to be compared to Mikey. And I remember reading some of the comments after some of the early shows of people going like, "Oh yeah, it's just like Mallory Knox is just like really flat on stage now, and it's just boring." And it's like, and like Sam just like stands there and sings. And he's like, I remember him replying and being like, guys, like beforehand I had like one or two lines yeah, and I'd be running around and bouncing up and down and jumping. Now I have to sing the whole song and play bass at the same time. Yeah, give me a break. Like, like cut me some freaking slack. And you can't knock him for that. And he was like, I wanted to carry on this band. And then when they wrote the next album, it was, I think it was one of those things where they, like between the four guys, they said this was an album that we really wanted to write and it came out how we wanted it to come out. Yeah, again, I think in some ways you're, you're best to say this is a new band. It was Mallory Knox. Um, here's a new album, but this is our new name also because otherwise you're always linked to being, you know, related to the old songs and the old singer and you, you're never going to hold up to... So like Skiba, along. Yeah, exactly. Should, yeah. should that have just been a new band then? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I, I always think that about the new... In the new Blink, it should have been a new band name, but it's not because of the green. Yeah, yeah, it? this is it. But, but that, we, but that works really well. Yeah. Although, in my opinion, it shouldn't be called Blink One Eighty Two. It, it should be a different name. Skiba One Eighty Two. Yeah. But um, um, yeah, I watched. I, I was I was scoping around on YouTube and found a live set, um, of Mallory Knox with Mikey on not Mikey, sorry, Sam on lead vocal for the, for the first gig. Um. And I do agree with the comments. It's there's no energy to it. 
it's very flat and um they do they do pick songs that kind of are good for his voice they don't pick the the big numbers that you like lighthouse and things that you know mm. he clearly can't sing the same as as mikey would but you know there's moments where it's like yeah this, this works this is cool like they play they play getaway and he can ho- hold I, I think it's one of those isn't it and it's like again you look at like those early gigs of like fuck i'm i'm now you know the it's all on my shoulder. You can see the pressure in his, and, his face. And again, like I, I've got nothing but respect for the guy to mm. be able to stand up there and do. Do you know what I'm doing? This I'm going to give this a fucking good go. You just feel sorry for him. Like yeah. it's and and again, it's, it's like in this day and age of you know fucking keyboard warriors and stuff like that. You cop a load of shit online of some faceless cunts who basically can just do it, and you know they can just say it and disappear. But for the person on the receiving end of it that can you know mm. that can, can cause damage so it's just like for him and I, I remember reading through some of the stuff and just being like you fucking cunts and yeah. like, so when it all yeah. came to an end after <clears throat> after the album it was just like there was no surprise and like i just felt so bad for sam that it was just like i really wanted to see what you did next yeah. and i kind of really wanted this this to kind of carry on going and be a thing but i can totally understand why you would not want to do it anymore and i think that's no and not to like not to say that Mikey is their USP, um, you know, because they're all great musicians and they all work together really well on on the first three yeah, albums, you know. But it is that kind of like the combination of everything they brought to the table was was the the reason why you love Mallory Knox. And one, mm. once you take out, you know, one of the ingredients from that, then yeah, it changes it. And I think it just again it changed it too much. Yeah, and I think to definitely. the point that you know it, it wasn't the same and. The people that and people are fickle, you know. I, you take I'm looking at big Taking Back Sunday poster at the moment. How many fucking lineup changes Taking Back yeah. Sunday have had? But they've always had the. They've the always vocals. maintained the core thing, which has been mm. Adam Lazara's vocals. And you know, and don't get me wrong. Obviously, Mark and Eddie started the band, and Mark's drumming is is fucking phenomenal. But the signature thing about TBS is Adam Lazara, isn't it? So it's it's. I mean, all, how many bands can you name that? have swapped their singer mid-career and uh, carried on or, or kill switch engage twice wow. that's that's a perfect example that's yeah. really good yeah because he's in, in my opinion you know because it was the roadie it was the original then it was the roadie then it was someone else i'm not howard a, jones came in and yeah not a to huge, the end pike huge kill switch um, but yeah buff. they and then they went back to the original singer didn't they jesse yeah. um but yeah i think howard smashed it but yeah, just wow, you know. That's mm. so again, like f- fair play to Mallory Knox. Um, they great British band. Um, flew the flag, did it, did it really well. Played music really, really well. Enjoyable music. Great live band. Um, but just sadly, no longer kicking around. It's amazing, isn't it? How you can go from nobody to like a massive band in the scene in the UK. Mm. You know, probably one of the top bands at the time. To then back to nothing that quickly. It's just the... I know it's how the music industry is. Yeah, Chews you up, spits you out. Yeah. God, we're so bitch around. <laughs> but no, I, like, right, and, uh, I think a band like Mallory Knox that's gone through it is like a prime example of what, what the industry can be like. But again, you look at that and you, you kind of you grab onto the highs and you're like, you know, seeing them play Lighthouse live, just, yeah. just discovering Lighthouse and stuff like that. It's like, wow, what a band. But yeah, I, I really enjoy them. I think they're a great band. Definitely. Top song, top album. Oh, I'm going to have to say, so um, Signals, if you're going to get into them, Signals, um, it's a 
freaking amazing album. There's so many good tracks, and like we said earlier, there's there's, yeah. there's not a bad track on it. But my favourite song is is Getaway, purely for the outro. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Signals is their best album. Not a bad song on there. Many many bangers on that album. And um, again, probably going to recommend California or Getaway, uh, like Chris said. But California from the third album. But it's really a really really big summary song. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, that must mean it must be time for. It's not time for title fight. <laughs> Press the wrong button. I was convinced that I recorded one of here that, that actually did the tidbits bit, but obviously yeah. I didn't. So it's tidbits, my tidbits, with the soundbite I got wrong. Um, my tidbits, well, the name Mallory Knox. We all know where the name Mallory Knox comes from, right? Do you know what? Shut up. I, I did remember, but now I don't. Oh, no! Because I read the story once, but now Shut I don't. It's, um... It's basically, it's a character from the film Natural Born Killers. Oh, okay. It's Mallory Knox. She is the wifeo. So that is where they got the name from. She's the wifeo of the um, main character. It's Juliette Lewis plays it. Uh, Tim Roth, um, I believe, is the main character, Mickey. Um, okay. And they were going to call it um, a different name. And I think it was Dorian Gray they were going to call it. Um, but there was something coming out about that at the same time and they said it, it, it was a little bit wet so they wanted to have something that kind of portrayed a bit of a dark and sinister edge to it so hence pretty cool. Mallory Knox there you go there nice. was a tidbit there's a little bit of your out oh tidbits <laughs> um, other bands beginning with <laughs> interesting what you got shall I start yes um, <clears throat> I'm going to go movements. 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 Um, yeah, it, there was so many bands beginning with them that we wanted to cover in the, in this one, but we kind of went for a mutually... What's the word? Um, one that we didn't have to learn a lot about. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically a band that we both yeah. loved. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, movements. Uh, awesome band from the States. Why did I not think of Moesha earlier? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally um, just come to me now. Yeah, movements. I, I I enjoy movements. I think there's um there's there's a lot of potential there in that band. So many cool songs. Kind of uh, what what genre would you call them, Chris? Like emo, alt rock. Well, I, yeah, I kind of class, class them as like a heavier version of Dangerous Summer. So whatever Dangerous Summer are now that AJ constantly wears a hat. They 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 emo hat core. <laughs> that's that's where I'm going with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're um. I don't know. They're 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 emo emo alt rock. I think. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's like some sort of like they're post hardcore something something post trouser wearing. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, movements. They I wasn't cutting you off, Chris. By the way, um, no, 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 it's fine. Anyway, movements. Um, wow, it's one of the, one of those bands. Shut I, up. I, yeah, shut up. I found on um uh, the Slam Dunk lineup festival poster, and it was like, oh, who are these? Hmm. And uh, yeah, became one of my favorite bands at the minute. So. Check them out. It's always good when you find it because that's like I found um, bomb pops like that. And it was oh, just like you? on a lineup for festival. I was like, who are these? Yeah, oh, they're freaking bloody bloody amazing. Awesome. Any band begin with them? Yes, Motion City Soundtrack. Or as you put them last week, Potion Pity. 
Trailing Prack or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I saw them supporting Blink on the ill-fated 2003 self-title tour. Yeah. And they were a real high point. They were fucking amazing. They um, just absolutely blew me away. And they've got some really great albums. They split up. They came back. Um, and they're still rocking it now. And yeah, they're just, they're just fun. They're just a really cool, fun band. Yeah, I'll be straight up here. I, I only know uh, the All Right song, what it's called. Tell me the All Right. Uh, there's so many I, more, I, so many more good songs. Yeah, I, they, they bypass me. Um, that band, for some it, reason. they're literally yeah. they're kind of they're just, they're just fun. They're yeah. you know they, they they've got some really catchy songs. They've got a couple of like sort of I wouldn't say aggressive songs, but songs like um like Cambridge. It gets a little bit kind of a little bit rough in there. But <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, Future freaks me out. Capital H. Um, Indoor Living, my favourite accident. What a fucking song that is. There's, oh, there's, I recognise that title. There's some absolutely amazing songs and they're definitely worth checking out. Um, Commit This to Memory, um, great album. Oh. And My Dinosaur Life as well, very good album. Very, very cool. Um, what other M's have you got? Moose Blood. Moose Blood, my God, you've got a fucking enormous list of M's there, haven't you? I've got a few, yeah. Um, so we saw Moose Blood at a festival, didn't we? Slam Dunk. We, we did. With... Uh, um, Earlier podcast friend Martino Jalapino was there with us. He was. Martino watching Mooseblood. Martino yeah. Mooseblood. It was good fun. It was. Um, they're a cool band. Yep. Br- British uh, pop punk with um, some absolute belters. Yeah, in- enjoyed them. Good band. Yeah. Um, Tell me a band beginning with the letter M. I don't want to say My Chemical Romance because they are pop punk emo y kind of. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that our lovely diehard fans are going, seriously, you had the opportunity to do a whole episode about My Chemical Romance, and you chose not to include My Chemical Romance. Yeah. So, we did, because I, I think, you, and like, it would have been a kind of an easy win, but the Blink episode, the Green Day episode, are mm. by far our most popular episodes, apart from the Drunk Cast. Um, yeah. So, I get it, but... I feel like it's one of those things where I think like looking further down the line for brains to I think like you know doing a whole episode on my chemical romance you know later I mm. think is probably going to be a better thing and and Mallory Knox are a great band I don't want to do them a disservice so it would have been it would have been too easy to do my chemical romance yeah I feel should I just shout some mothers at you some mothers <laughs> <laughs> Betty Dory <laughs> Sylvia um uh Mayday Parade yep um, Menzingers. Oh, there is spaff on the ceiling. Menzingers are fucking amazing. I love Menzingers. Yeah, I didn't realize you liked them that much. I fucking adore them. They're, they're amazing. Like the um, oh my god, where to start? Um, the Impossible Past, I think, is the album on the Impossible Past. I think it's called Rented World. Oh, just. It's great fucking albums, yeah, and they just—they're pretty cool. Yeah, like live as well. They're just like brutal, and they just—they just give you it. Seen them? Uh, I don't know where I've seen. I've seen them. I don't know where I've seen them, but I have seen them. But it's just fucking. It, it's like a roll up your sleeves and fucking. I'm going to play you a damn good show type mm. band, and it's just they're not pretentious. They just give you their all every fucking gig, and it's just yeah, they're oh yeah, they're fucking great. What well, great band? Love cool. Menzingers. Cool, cool. I'm going to give one last mention to a band called The Matches, which um, they kind of went under the radar a little bit. They weren't that well known from the States. Mm. Um, kind of got like a dark, grungy, pop punky, emo y sound. Um, Sounds good. Yeah? Yeah? You serious? 
<laughs> Deadly. <laughs> but yeah, um, kind of like imagine MCR senses fail and the used mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. No. That sounds. Yeah. That sounds like um, a good blend. Yeah. Uh, check out a song called Paper Cut Skin. That's really cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm done. Manchester Orchestra and Maine. I'm done now too. Um, all right. So now moving swiftly on. What's on our list of other stuff? It's title fight. It's title fight, Jay. <laughs> you can tell that it's been a while since we've done this. Delirium setting in from the tiredness. What are we do? It's title fight. Okay. We, we don't even have like a producer shouting in our ear. Chris, it's title fight, you prick. Yeah. It's just the two of us in this room going, looking at like prompts on the wall and being like, what is that? Anyway, this is title fight. And I definitely didn't do an amended um, oh, bit for this as well because it's telling me here that it goes on for a minute and 30 seconds. So I don't want to... Anyway, it's Title Fight. So Title Fight Series 1 was uh, won by Tadger, All Hell Tadger. Um, I was telling someone about Tadger this week <laughs> and I was explaining it to her. Oh, um, because we we had a conversation around um, if you could morph two animals together, yeah. what would it be and what would be the ultimate fighting weapon? I was like, well, it's already been answered. It's Tadger. And then she was like, what do you mean? I was like, it's Tadger. It's, this, this question's already been answered. What is a Tadger? And she was just like, I don't understand. I was like, drunk cast, it's Tadger. And she's like, I still don't understand what you mean. It's like, it's Tadger. It's literally, it was a badger that ripped a tortoise out of its shell, <laughs> put the shell on, grew into it, had magic powers, and in the end, slipped out of its shell, broke a gorilla's neck, and won title fight. And she's like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, idea. Ooh. Um, we should do... Brain stew plushies of Tadger. <gasps> and on his back of his shell, he's got the brain stew logo. Oh, let's investigate how much that costs and then not do it um, because of that. Yeah, if you're interested in buying a uh, Tadger plushie, email us at... <laughs> Send $5 to... <laughs> <laughs> chat at brainstew.co.uk and um, t- give us an idea of what you're willing to pay for it. Yeah. And also, Series 2 of um, Title Fight is all about film characters yep. taking on each other in a Morrison's cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured the other day as well, for like our good friends who listen in the States, I don't know if you have Morrison's in the States, it's kind of like a, a Walmart that's kind of a bit British, so it's more like you kind of your markety type sort of, because yeah. it's like Market Street is like that. A, sm- a small Walmart with yeah. a cafe in it. Not as much cool shit in it. It's more like just more Britishy bits in it, and there's like a little cafe in there. And there's mm. in some, there's like a coffee shop and a cafe now, which is just confusing. Um, yeah. But anywho, so in this episode, who's fighting? Well, we've got it's the first one in this series that we've got where we've actually had um, weapons involved with this one. Okay, so we've got Mary Poppins with a feather duster and a massive rubber cock. Oh, oh sweet Mary Poppins versus Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> with a ladle. And a bucket of goat cum. <laughs> what? Where does your mind go to, Chris? I was trying to find the filthiest thing I could think of that these people would be armed with. Because I was trying to find, like, how do I describe, like, some kind of machine that basically has, like, four, like, arms on the end of it. And you turn it on and it kind of goes, like, whirs round in a circle. And then you attach, like, four or five, like, big floppy cocks. And then when you turn it on, it comes this, like, this cock windmill. And it's nice. just like, and I was like, oh. I was like, it's just easy to put a massive rubber cock rather than five rubber cocks on a massive spinny thing because that probably wouldn't make sense. But yeah, so Mrs. Doubtfire hmm. versus Mary Poppins. Bucket of goat coming a ladle, massive rubber cock and a feather duster. Okay. 
So uh, they're eyeing each other up over the tables in the cafe. Doubtfire's like looking over the top of the glasses. Sees Poppins. So like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Dear. <laughs> um, I reckon Doubtfire chucks the goat cum in Poppins' eyes. And <laughs> so she's immediately like blinded um, <laughs> tries to get the goat cum out of her eyes with a duster <laughs> and it's got feathers stuck to her eyelids uh, meanwhile she launches the rubber dildo uh, wax off Doubtfire's glasses off her face so they're immediately both equal because they're both blinded now. They can't see shit. Doubtfire's smashing that ladle in the air. Poppins opens up a, um, you know, a bag that like she can yeah, pull anything out of, yeah. right? Doubtfire slips on the goat cum on the floor. Yeah. Goes straight into Poppins' bag and falls into the uh, the abyss that is Poppins' And Poppins bag. wins. Yeah. Amazing. That has been my favourite solution you've ever come up with on this show. That was bloody amazing. And you used the phrase whacking it out, I think, as well, which was just brilliant. My little juvenile mind was doing overtime then. It was amazing. Okay, so in that scenario, we've got Mary Poppins joins um, Ron... Was it Clump or Weasley? It was Clump, wasn't it? Um, Professor Clump. And who won last week? Uh, Mr Bean. Mr fucking Mr Bean. Right, so... Mary Poppins, Professor Clump and Mr. Bean. Mm. That's just fucking... That's almost like something you'd find on Channel 4, isn't it? That's just a... Through to the quarters. Yeah, right. Well, let's let's fuck it up next week. Let's get some action heroes in or something like that. I was like, what about, like, the Terminator, but he's only allowed to use, like, um, a fly swatter? (laughs) And then, like, Ed 209 from Robocop, but instead of his big fuck-off guns, he's just got loads of flags that just say bang. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like those two have got a fight how does that how does that work um, I'm, anyway. trying, I'm trying to think of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's catchphrases with his fly saw <laughs> yeah I'm oh oh time flies <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway I've got so I've, I've got a brand new segment for you here James alright just before we go into Cool Story Bro um, this is called Frozen furry frisbees. <laughs> Love it. And it all started when I had my delirious day on Wednesday because I got absolutely no fucking sleep on Tuesday. Um, had li- I think I had like three, four hours sleep and then had the longest motherfucking day at work to the point that at four o'clock, um, it was just laughing. And you know when you just laugh about the most stupidest things? Yeah. Like, um, so I, um, I'll tell you the story about the, the frozen furry frisbees. We were just having random conversations that were just like, could you imagine if, if such and such were like the whole, like, what would be the ultimate, you know, combined animal? Yeah. Okay. And I asked the question, how far and what method would you use to throw a frozen barn owl? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> So you know when we were talking about animals at the start of the show and how much we loved them and we'd never hurt them. Please don't freeze a barn out. To... I thought you were going to say frozen pizza. Or no, something. no, no. Literally frozen furry <clears throat> frisbees. So this is going to be a segment where we're going to talk about frozen animals and how you would throw them. Um, well, I can pop to my brother's and get 
a frozen bar now, if you like. And one can find out. Has he got a frozen bar now? Genuinely, because he, um, it's a bit of a weird hobby of his. <laughs> frozen bar? <laughs> <laughs> No, genuinely, I went round his... Some people collect pop vinyls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Went round a few weeks back and... Um, oh, wow. He, he was just, he's got one of his big chess freezers. He opened it. <laughs> and legit pulled out a frozen bar now. So, right, so the first question that I got asked in the room when we did this was, well, you've got to chip away at it because it's a cube. And I was like, well, no one's put it in a box to freeze it. It's just like, you know. Block of ice. So, so it's, it's not a big block of ice. It's literally just a bar now that's in situ and is frozen. So you can pick it up by its feet. Right. And, and then one person said, well, if you pick it up by its feet. And I was like, yeah, but if you swing it by its feet, its feet are going to snap. Yeah. It's frozen. And they're like, yeah, but then you pull up. It's like you've seen like owl's legs. They've got like Henry VIII legs on, <laughs> like the trousers. And it's like, we'll just pull them up a bit. And I was like, well, maybe defrost a wing a little bit yeah. and use that as a bit of leverage and do it like you would do in, in like the hammer throw in the Olympics. And um, <laughs> Let me just clear that up. Anyway, uh, what I was just saying. Yeah, sorry. I, weird, I totally jumped, jumped the gun there. Um, no, he gets roadkill. People, if people like find roadkill, they pass it on to him and he taxidermies things. Okay. So he's got like a craft with taxidermy and stuff. Um, he doesn't just collect <laughs> dead animals and freeze them. <coughs> okay, so that's, let's just clear that one up. To be fair, that, that would be amazing. So yeah, so yeah, that, that would be the, like, how would you launch? And again, please, please, please don't do this. This yeah. is us being fucking stupid. We can't be clearer that you should not do what we are talking about. This is more of a silly, hypothetical thing. How would you grapple a frozen owl and throw it? Why do we do shit like this? Why? Where is my brain at? Um, oh, I'd want it to be disc shaped though, not um, like an owl shape. It's not now to be able to throw it because you said frozen frisbee. Yeah, it's so, just so um, I, I had three Fs. That's how I called it. <laughs> frozen furry. It wouldn't work with frozen furry regular um, shaped animals. That's a weapon, though, isn't it? You're, you're literally throwing a brick. Yeah, you're not trying to kill someone with it. It's more like distance and how you handle it. Mine was like a football throwing. I thought, <laughs> run up, launch it like a like a like a line out in rugby. That yeah. that was how I thought I'd get the best distance on it. Um, I reckon I'd put on like some decent steel toe caps. Do that scene from um, Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Um... Ray Finkel. Yeah, Ray Finkel when he kicks it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just, just fucking owl. Just being punted. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like but like someone stood in their garden like doing a barbecue and like, <laughs> like an owl flying with no flapping wings. <laughs> Doreen The barn owl's back he looks like a <coughs> he looks like a fucking Russian doll. <laughs> Just his owls flying in fucking wings. Oh my days! Halfway across the air, he just defrosts <laughs> yeah, and flaps away. <laughs> Be free, Hedwig. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hedwig. Defrost on a clothesline. I'm a free house elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! <coughs> oh, oh I was laughing so much I was coughing. Um, wow, yeah. So I think that's definitely a scenario we want to um, we want to investigate further. And there was something that you said in there, and I was like, oh, I need to tell you something else about something that was funny. 
to do with the owls and um Oh, that was it. I I was chatting with someone today Hmm. and we stood outside the front of their house and um, and all of a sudden we sit like front of the house there um, and then in front of me and to the right of me, they've got like this really big tree. Can't tell you the brand of it, but it's a really big tree. They've they've got some sort of uh, kind of like bushiness and then on the side of the house, they've got like some kind of like big thick ivy and um, all of a sudden I just saw like this is probably like about eight foot up in the air, this kind of like commotion coming from the tree and then going onto the side of the house. Yeah. The fucking cat <laughs> jumped out of the tree onto the side of the house to try and catch a bird. Oh, it's just this cat in the tree like that. <laughs> it's just like, the fuck are you doing up there? They're not scared of anything oh, like cats. Days not as funny as a frozen owl being punted. Um, please don't try this at home. Um, but yeah, so I think we need to keep frozen furry frisbees in. Because I quite like it, yeah, because there's many uh, avenues on that one. And also, how many different breeds of owl are they apart from frozen? <laughs> A new from bird's eye. <laughs> Fisherman's pie. <laughs> Frozen barn owl pie. There are over 200. I think there's four. Kestrel croquettes. <laughs> it's not an owl, but... <laughs> Crispy crows. Anyway, right, we need to move on because time is a... Time's a ticking. Yeah. All right, so our next section is... Cool story, Joe. I was going to say, we should change that to um, cool baseline, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got a cool story and maybe some some, um, headlines? Yes, I have in Bloody Deed. Amazing. This week's face palming headlines are... Hippo eats dwarf. <laughs> Simply those three words. <laughs> I like that. I don't need context either. <laughs> no, like no. Uh, was it at the zoo though? Was it just in the wild? A little bit harsh, but dwarfs in the zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate. At all. No. Or um, am I going to have to edit that? I don't know. <laughs> Kayaking is hard when the water is frozen. I like that because that's literal. It's yeah. true. It's very factual, that one. Yeah, the water is hard because it's frozen and yeah. it makes kayaking hard. And there's a pun in there. I like that. Well done. Yeah. Round of applause for that guy. Okay. Missing tortoise. Owner left shell shocked. Oh. Shut up. See what they did there? Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, and the last one. Ladies and gents. Man arrested for assault after a fight broke out when he farted in bed and his wife sprayed him with air freshener. <laughs> We've all been there, but no one's. I've never taken it to the fight level. I've just farted. And Extreme, then, isn't it? Yeah. Get arrested over your fart. Done the old cupcake. Oh, it's a love muffin for you. <laughs> oh, that stinks. Speaking of farts. Ooh. This week's cool story. How I ended up hospitalised after eating too many beans to sell farts. Go on. You may have heard the story in the headlines. I don't know if you have, have or not, but Stephanie Matto sold her jarred flatulence for $1,000 a piece and made over $200,000 in a two-month venture whilst on a diet of yogurts, eggs, and beans. 
and ended up in the hospital when she thought she was having a heart attack. Why would you have the heart attack? I'm guessing all the gas build-up, she thought she was having a heart attack. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 200 grand, though. Something I mean, I literally, as soon as you said that, I was like, it's like, you know, that's, that's, what am I doing in my life? Yeah, like, literally, <laughs> like, here I am grafting, trying, trying to make a difference in the world, and uh, yeah. what I really should be doing is just uh, selling... I mean, I'd make a fucking fortune. I you fart definitely a would. lot. Yeah. And my, my diet is nothing to do with it. I think um, the point of this, though, is she's quite an attractive looking woman. Uh, oh, it's fetish stuff. Yeah. I'm say, because yeah. <laughs> bottling that, it's not going <laughs> to. Fiver? Do you want a fiver? <laughs> so, um, okay. Stephanie Matto is an influencer, YouTuber, author, and former star of TLC's 90 Day Fiance. But she recently launched a new business venture after realising demand was high for a rather unorthodox product. In November, she found lucrative part-time work bottling and selling her own farts until things went terribly wrong. Is it wrong that I want to shit in a jar and send it to her? <laughs> yeah, why not? I just... What the fuck? This world is mental. But it's that... like when you, when you listed out the accolades there of influencer and was on yeah, this yeah. reality TV show and that and now I'm selling my fucking just jarred farts jarred farts for a grand seriously what the fuck there's what some, the fuck people of the world what the yeah. fuck there's some weird people out there to want to buy that sorry anyway I just uh, okay right where was I for two months she spent her days farting in glass jars with flower petals adorning the inside and shipping them to fans what's the point it smell of flower petals fart flowers Okay. Remarkably, Matto was making 50 grand a week in December through fart sales alone and eventually sold more than $200,000 worth of farts worldwide through the adult website All Filtered. But in January 21, Matto was hospitalized for what she thought was a heart attack, but turned out to be a dangerous buildup of gas inside her body from a flatulence inducing diet. And now she says her fart selling days are behind her. The bottom fell out of her business. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, it's just stupid, but do you remember, I don't know if you remember, but there was another girl that was selling her bath water in little jars as well. I, I've seen people sell toenail clippings and pubic hair on it's, eBay. Why are we going to work? I know, it's expensive. Um, <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I, I have no fucking idea what possesses someone. Right, here's it's, a question for you. Rather than slogging, you know, your 40, 50 hours a week or whatever you do at work, what are you going to sell online for people to buy? Um, I am going to cover my shoulders in um, grease. I'm going to make lots of bacon. Right. Then all the fat and everything that's left in the pan afterwards, I'm going to smear it onto my shoulders so my shoulders (laughs) get really spotty. And then I'm going to burst those spots... And I'm going to sell the spot pus in a vial. Oh, man. But because I'm not an influencer, I won't sell it. But if someone else who was an influencer or some kind of reality TV star did that, yeah. they would make a grand per zit, whereas I'd just be fucking clinically insane. What? I mean, what, what are these people doing with the stuff they buy? I, look at, oh, look, at, look at this jar. I, just, I own a I, piece of the Berlin Wall. Do you? The, genuinely? Yeah, I bought yeah. it in Berlin. Not from one of these kind of like dodgy things. It's a, a guy who certificates has certificates for it and he shows you the pieces that it came from and stuff yeah. like that. And, you, you know, it's, it, it all seems very above board. It might not be, but that's a piece of history. 
Yeah. And that that's quite a strong symbol which divided, you know, two very very different ways of thinking um in, in a you know a, a real kind of powder keg of a city of what what it's been through and what could have happened if shit went wrong. So that to me is kind of like owning a piece of that history is, you know, amazing. Owning an influencer's fart yeah. is the new piece of the Berlin Wall for this generation. <laughs> Here's another question for you. If you could own a fart in a jar from any celebrity, who would it be? Rain Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> False. I imagine it would just be quite beaty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. So, well, thanks, mate. I'm going to say cool story, no. No. Purely for the contempt I hold for that person. I agree. Um, so we're going to finish up tonight. Um, Big Bucket of Bullshit is going to go on a big bucket of hiatus. Um, Although you, we did read out the 7-Up Challenge last week. Yeah, and I'm not doing it this week. 7-Up Challenge. Postpone. postpone. Yeah, just like, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna try not to burp and you're not going to... We'll video it. We'll do something. I don't know. We, we, we won't do it. Anywho, uh, we're going to move on to... Um, it's like we know what we're doing. Yeah, and, and to be fair, sometimes we don't want to do what you send us. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that's a different story for a different day. Anyway. I recorded this one, I remember that now. Yeah. And then did this stupid bit. What oh. a fucking idiot. What an absolute idiot. Every week it's... Um, Why though? It surprises me. Oh, why? <laughs> it's the arms that you do. Oh, totally topical. <laughs> fucking idiot. Right, so I've got three here, but um, two of them are, are, are really deep. That's what she said. Um, so I'm not going to do those two. I've got this one. And so this is a multiple choice. So you know where we do like, um, you've got to go on a holiday of a lifetime with an asshole or you've got to go on a really boring yeah. holiday forever with your people that you... you know, yeah. So this yeah. is basically going to be, you've got to either do A or choose from what could be secret box A, B or C. Ooh. So you've got to eat a bowl of dog food or eat whatever is behind A, B or C. Oh, it's a bit like that show with um, Des O'Connor. Is it? Do you remember it? No. Oh. Was it Des O'Connor? I, I, I don't know. Um, where they used to get, they have to get the keys by answering questions, and then they open the little boxes, and inside would be like a cash prize. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah this, the, none of these are cash prizes. Okay. So it's basically, yeah, you, you, so you can either go, do you know what, I'll take the bowl of dog food, Yeah. or I'm going to risk A, B, or C. I'm giving uh, you no hints at all. all. All I'll tell you is that everything in there is edible. All right. I'm going to stay on dog food okay. because although that's already pretty vile, it's... Oh, are you sure? Oh, yeah. It could be all like nice crisps in each this is This is the thing. is it, I could I could have been really nice and you, everything here could be your favourite. There could be like <laughs> A is like Doritos, B is yeah. Doritos and C, you know, is like and wood chips because they're the same thing. <laughs> Go back to episode A and discover my, my thoughts on Doritos. Um, oh, this is difficult. Um, is that the unknown, isn't it? Mm. It's the, what do I choose? Yeah, do you like go with what's already vile, but it's not the worst thing you could have picked? But yeah, but you don't know, do you? All right, change my mind. Go with B. B. Oh, what's in box B? You want to see in box B? Yeah. 
So instead of eating a bowl of dog food, you are going to eat a Brussels sprout fondue. Oh, I hate Brussels sprouts. It's not the worst. Box A, yeah. you would have had a steak with all the trimmings of your choice. Oh, that was good. Can I have a door opening on um, box C, please? Um, Bit of a creaky door. Uh, have I got one on here still? Again, I think I took a load of stuff off here, didn't I? Because it was just really inappropriate. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, buddy. Sorry, yeah, but um, okay, so are we ready <gasps> for what was behind <laughs> door? It's, it's a good job you didn't pick C. So eat a bowl of dog food or C would have been eat a slab of dog shit. Oh, yeah. So the dog food would have been beneficial there. To be fair, I love Brussels sprouts. So for me, it doesn't bother me. So uh, A or B would have been fucking amazing for me. I could I could quite easily, if you gave me a bowl of Brussels sprouts with like 40 Brussels sprouts in it, yeah. no bacon, just a bit of gravy, I'm all in. Yeah, but what would be worse out of um, the bowl of dog food or opening box A and having a steak and you're vegan? Oh, but what's the dog food made of? Meat, I suppose, yeah. So you'd probably just go for the steak wouldn't you because it's probably <laughs> you, you, you kind of go well I've, i'm gonna do this i'm i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna trade my vegan wings in for um a bowl of fucking pedigree chum yeah i'm gonna have a steak and feel bad about that because the odds are like you know the steaks come from one cow the pedigree chums come from about fucking 20 and pigs and yeah. like all kinds of fucking assholes and tripe and stuff like that if you were offended by the uh, last 30 seconds of chat please send your uh, hate mail to chat.brainshoe.co.uk <laughs> thank you very much yeah I'm not going to read it out though so you know why don't you just like open the microwave and shout in that for a bit <laughs> um, alright so that brings us to uh, a close of another amazing wonderful episode I just want to say as well that um at the end of the episode, um, we do we review our figures, and we we this, these are all the kind of bullshit things that you probably don't want to hear about. But um, it is really important that you guys do keep listening to us because we are trying to make a really good go of this, and it is fun, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, things like reviews on you know whichever podcast provider you use, um, it'd be great for you guys to put reviews because we can see that loads there's like literally hundreds of people downloading this, which is amazing. Um, but but. I get it. People don't leave reviews because you can't be fucked. I, I totally understand that. Yeah, we're we're yeah. not asking for that level of commitment like Trustpilot where it's like, right, now we're going to lure you into a link and then write a review and then leave this, this, and this. It's like, if you can just lob a quick review on somewhere to say that it's good. Yeah, what would also be cool is um, which parts of the show are you guys enjoying? Which What do you want to hear more of? Yeah. What do you want to hear less of? Um, just send your thoughts over to, to the email address. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh, like a massive thank you. And I, I didn't want to say this at the start of the show because sometimes that can turn people off. And it's also the fact that we are still ad-free. So we could be doing sponsorships. We could be putting stuff in here. But every podcast that I listen to, when that bit comes on, I just forward through it or I just stop listening to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, but in, in, in true brain stew style, if we do eventually get any sponsorships they'll be in good fun so yeah they will be boring ad reads it's, we, it's one of those things we're having this conversation with somebody the other day and so we need to get you need to get sponsored you need to get this and it's just mm. like there's a difference between pumping any old shit on on your product and saying like oh yeah we're, we're we're now matched up with fucking you know i don't know like nose clippers or something like that there's absolutely no fucking relevance so mm. if we were to link up with companies it would be linking up with companies that would have something associated with yeah or the, we, like, we like the product or, yeah so yeah. it's one of those things that it kind of you know, it is detrimental to us to not have sponsors because you can earn money from sponsors. We get that. But right now we're kind of doing this for the sake of doing it. So your but, reviews yeah. and your kind of feedback and stuff like that is more pressing than the 
the small financial gain that we would make from things like sponsorship. Yeah, so. and if you do, if you do, uh, uh, you know, you want to donate to the show and help us out to, you know, fund any of our stupid antics or buy something to review on the show, you know, you can uh, donate at buymeacoffee.com slash brains to you. And as always, DMs are open, so you can uh, message us on socials. And um, we've fucked off the Twitter. We've kept it alive, but I've stopped posting stuff on Twitter because Twitter's just... It's just a ball ache to update, isn't it? So, And again, we don't do the frequent posting on socials because... We've got so much to say in this fucking show that, you know, if we start diluting it and putting it on socials and stuff, yeah, just, yeah. you get the drill, guys. We're just yeah. kind of laid back about all of this. But it's just great that you interact with us and we really appreciate it. So we just want to say thank you and give you a bit of a an update as to why we do things and why we don't do things. I think that's pretty much it. I've not got nothing else to say. Not got nothing else to, <laughs> to say in brilliant English there. No, good. Again, the the second drunk cast will be coming up at some point. Where uh, the title fight, uh, and what's the finale? That was the word I was looking for. Will uh, the battle royale? It will come to a head on the next drunk cast, I'm sure. So yep. um, we'll see you on the next one, everybody. Yeah, take That's it easy. End. Smell you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.